Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Mr. Moneybags. I mean, uh, Lugo. Isn't that uh, how you start? How you you end up the other, uh, <laughs> the, you know, last week's episode? Let me tell you, uh, I know you're speaking in, in you know, in, in, into existence futures, right? This yes, is what right. this is all about. And that and that's great. Thank you so much. I mean, the idea of us being able to to do these things is so we yeah. can do things for others, right? Yes. So then sure. I'm okay. Sure. Now, now you you own an RV, right? <laughs> we do. That's my I way. Get, to okay. I, escape. I don't. I do uh, not. Don't, I, I do not. Yeah. You, you, you own a one. you own a huge uh, uh, pickup truck. I gotta I gotta take that RV some somehow. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I do not. Uh, what you're doing uh, is rationalizing, and as Dr. Covey taught us, when we rationalize, all we do is produce rational lies. So anyway, that is wrong. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. he, he, you see, because everything is said in a context, right? And this sure. is that way I I escape. So you know you got to do all of those things. Yes. So you escape because also if you remember, yeah, what you said last episode, you said something about you used the R word. You remember the R word resilience? Not the. Uh, Ah, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're I, you're hesitating now. Just kind of like I'm, uh, uh, well, I'm well. old. I, I don't remember what I just <laughs> had for breakfast. So you said uh, the R word, resilience, yeah. and that's why we do what we do, right? Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. I but yeah, what do we? Covey was do right. We do what we do. Rational lies. That's what it's all about. Anyway, good to see you. Uh, I hope you had a good Labor Day weekend. Labor weekend was good. R yeah. word. Our word. <laughs> Our word. Well, and that's <laughs> well, and that's important. You know, people don't realize what Labor Day is all about. They just mm. think it's a, a day to another day to have barbecues on a Monday. But uh, you know, originally, so what is it was, about? Isn't that about barbecues? Yeah. Well, here you go. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about honoring those of us who work, and uh, so, some of you who mm. don't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> those are uh, honored too, right? Because they have other people they have doing are doing all the work. Yes. And then they're so they're happy. I mean, I, I I don't know. I think all of us work somehow. Yes. Well, sure. But uh, uh, you know, as uh, you you said that last week, and you were starting to say this again uh, just a few minutes ago, uh, we do th we do this for a higher purpose. I mean, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, uh, yes. Deb. My wife asks me every once in a while. You know, well, why do you do those things? And um, well, one, it's fun, and it's good uh, to have a, a little, uh, one of our, our favorite uh, people, Deva Flowers, says uh, she loves the bantering that we do. Sure, I guess it's bantering. I don't know. I, you know, mm. you can use other words, but uh, but it's can fun. You, to, can you, to... uh, you know, can you put that in Puerto Rican terms? <laughs> no, so I can't. I can get it. <laughs> there is no such thing in Puerto Rican Bantering. Rican <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll send you, I'll Google it and send you the definition. Okay, that's good. But uh, but anyway, uh, we do it because we have a sense of purpose. And we talked about that last week because we talked about our anniversary, our one-year anniversary of the podcast. And our purpose was bigger than just 
talking it's big it's uh you know helping others become better and i think that's why we work isn't it lugo i mean i know your your dad has a, a strong work ethic uh my dad that's where i learned mine from my family not just my dad my uncles you know they always worked and and if i had to uh encapsulate why we did this and why we do this is it's because we and it is a sense that we all belong to this universe we all belong to this world and we all need to do our part to make life better for each of us mm -hmm. and I, I my sense uh, especially if you go on social media Lugo, it's like nobody cares anymore you know, everybody's out for their own sake, for their own reasons, whatever. And that's, that's almost okay. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to judge anybody. But at the same time, you know, we we started working. I started working because it helps people. And I'm still doing it. You've, you've given me a hard time in our we're bantering about being retired, retired. Uh, I'm, in many ways, I'm working more now than I ever have. But mm -hmm. that's okay. But that's okay. And that's, but that's different than a job. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't. Uh, Correct. I don't go for in 40 hours or eight hours. I do what I need to do when I need All to right. do it. And that gives me a sense of purpose. You know, people will call me up and uh, ask, Chief, can you come speak to to this group? Can you come have lunch with me and help me uh, mentor me? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've mm -hmm. got, you know, and, and that's, a, uh, that's a blessing that I have the time to do it. You know, not everybody does because some people are going to say, hey, I got to make a living for uh, to take care of my family. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I've been blessed that I've taken care of that. I don't have to worry about that anymore. But, um, but anyway, yeah. well, you know, our, our, again, our, our sense of, of work, the, what we used to call the work ethic, I, I think has been diluted. And maybe maybe we can help somebody else. The reason we do this is for a higher purpose. It's not about the money. Yeah. It's not about so, the money. It helps to have the money, but it's not about yeah. the money. Well, uh, obviously, all of us have to trade our time for, you know, some kind of means that we can then reproduce so we can, uh, you know, pay for the things that we have around the house, got to pay electricity, got to pay bills, got to take kids to, to college. We have to, uh, you know, find place, uh, ways to, to also even, uh, pay for our own self-development. So there's a lot of reasons. Okay. If you ask me why I work, that's a really good question. I think all of us, we got to ask that question. Why do you work? Why do you work? You know, and I think about that. So a few, a few things, right. Um, and, and also you mentioned, uh, the issue of delusion. Right? You mentioned delusion. We have diluted the concept of work. So because of that, we have we live, you know, we are delusioned into a different kinds of 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 way, right? We see work in a particular as a as something that spends energy, right? And I guess it does, right? Because you burn energy, uh, but it's almost like uh, it only burns physical energy, emotional energy, and all kinds of energies, however we want to call it. And, and we don't think about, uh, imagine if we think about all of this in a different way. This is what I mean. Uh, one time when I was going through my doctorate uh, studies and going through all the all of that work, uh, three and a half years of almost four years of penitentiary. I'm just kidding. It was just a tough <laughs> program. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when we started our, our doctorate program, our doctor journey, uh, at, at, I remember Dr. Winston at uh, Regent University, a very wise uh, professor has been there. So anyways, Professor Winston said, uh, he said, hey, you need to concentrate, tell your 
tell everyone what you're about to do and tell them goodbye. I'll see you, you know, <laughs> in four years. Four years. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I kept a very close knit of people around me because I needed, but it was, it, it was, it was tough for those uh, almost four years. Uh, but, but I'm glad I did that. And I, and, and, but now back to region, we had a class and that we were talking about the purpose of work. And uh, one of the, the lessons there, one of the classes we talked about, uh, and for me, spiritual, right? And he was talking about the process of creation. And they were talking about, and we got into theology, talking about how all things, you know, things are created in a particular way. But for those things to be created, work happens, right? So work is the path towards creation, to creating things, you know, like God yeah. created the, the earth, right? And, uh, you know, in seven days, right? In six days, he created and then on the seventh day, he rested. And, and so, right. uh, and, and we know this from ancient, ancient, right? And a lot of the things that if you think about our, your own experience, when you work, you create things. And so, so that means that the process of creation, uh, the process of creation begins with, the, with work. So when I think about work, it's almost like I am here to, for, and given these abilities, and the skills and the people that have surrounded me have given me also my creator has given me certain abilities and it's so i can continue this process of creation sometimes i am put in i'm put in an organization because somebody has created certain things they have created a path they have created a mission and so i am there to kind of cultivate and continue that process of creation so we can move that towards wherever you know that goal that vision is and so for me that what it what it means it means yes i need to trade my time for uh you know uh at a particular value for the kind of uh of work that i'm going to do right because we all have to do these things but uh, uh you know we have to pay these things but but that cannot be the only reason why we are doing what we're doing otherwise we sell ourselves, and when we're selling ourselves, the you know your your soul is corrupted. So uh, it's easier to think about what you do with purpose. And if you think there's no purpose in what you do, think deeply and find purpose in it, and then do. And then somehow, as you are doing, you're gonna have and you're enjoying what you do because all of a sudden you found purpose, and not only you found purpose, you begin to discover your own abilities, abilities you did not know you had. And that's the process of work, the part process of creation, right? Now you're recreating yourself, you're discovering yourself. And then as you move forward, there are going to be times that you're going to feel that, hey, I am being called to do something else. And then it's time to move. And then you move on, right? And you may mm -hmm. recreate yourself, create something new. So yeah. work is very important for the human. And there, there's something spiritual about work too, I think, Lugo. And again, partially, partially, I... I learned this from my 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 family, but when you've accomplished something, uh, especially that was uh, aligned with your purpose, there's huge value in it that you know you can't put money on it. Uh, for instance, uh, mentoring others. Like, like I said, I, I had a, a mentoring session with one of my proteges yesterday at lunch, and uh, he he was you, you, when the lights come on, you know, the, the light bulb comes on and someone across the table all of a sudden says, now I get it. 
there's something spiritual about that that you've uh, and and a lot of times like he said thank you chief you're you're the the reason I'm no I'm not the reason all I was was a catalyst for you like you said to recreate yourself to find that thing that within you I just said something that triggered it and now not you've got it but it makes me feel good that I helped you uh, do you remember the movie uh, uh, oh gosh I can't think of the. He's a football player uh, that uh, wants to play football in Notre Dame. I can't think of the uh, the name. Uh, Aston is the actor. Uh, Rudy, Rudy, that's the name. It's mm. not old age; it's the altitude. I'm at seventy five hundred feet. Oh, okay, I know, I know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> lots <you're>, of altitude. <laughs> you, you remember Rudy the movie? Did you see that? I have not seen the movie. Oh, but I'll what? put it on my list. It's a, an American man. It's un American not to have seen that movie. Oh, but man. Uh, it's about uh, this young Rudy who wants to play football at Notre Dame and he's a young, a little guy. So the chances are slim to none and blah, blah, blah. You'll have to watch the movie. But at the end, uh, he, uh, in fact, uh, I'm going to tell you the, the, the end of the, the, the story uh, because he does get to play and uh, they're taking him off the, the team. The teammates are taking him off the field, you know, rah, rah, rah. He did it. He did it. He did it. And there's a, about a three, I don't know, maybe a 20 seconds, uh, spot Lugo where his coach who was the 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 janitor at the school and again you'll have to see the movie uh who's standing there saying yep yep that's my guy and I, I know you've had that that feeling I I have it mm -hmm. I, I love that feeling I, I don't do things for that feeling but it's great when someone says thank you chief because it's because of you that I got to be me wow mm -hmm. there's nothing mm -hmm. you know how, how much money is that worth you can't put a dollar figure to that. You cannot. It's there's not enough. But when that happens, and you you've gotten those notes, uh, Lugo, where somebody mm. says, "Thank you, Chief uh, Lugo Santiago, because of you, I was able to be me." There's nothing mm. better than that. Uh, even with our kids, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I was telling uh, my protege yesterday. Uh, he's got two boys. I said, you know, there's nothing better than when those kids come up to you and hug you for no reason. You know, mm -hmm. now yes. you, you'll wonder what what's what did you just do? <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> yeah. what what did I just buy? But uh get over that. Uh but when they come up to you and they just hug you, you know that. You know that mm -hmm. there's no no better feeling than that. And that's totally spiritual. So I yes. think our work, if you're doing it right, if it actually is your work, not your job, there's a difference when it's your work and you can do your work anywhere. You know, my, my work really is the L word to love. When I, when mm -hmm. I can, and I consider love unconditional giving, when I have the opportunity to give anyone anywhere on the street, anywhere, uh, something that I have that makes them uh, do better or be better. That's it. That's mm -hmm. my work. And I'm glad to do it. You know? And, and again, there's no, you can't put money to that, you know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? Well, when you're talking about when you see that another person, you know, succeeding, then uh, all of us know that the reasons for our success is, you know, that there is just very seldom will somebody will say, I, I don't know, when you when you look through that, you will say, oh, I did this myself, because it's almost impossible. I mean, you don't. If you're drinking out of a glass of water, a glass, right? Water out of a glass. You know, somebody built that. So you did not do that yourself. If you're building, if you're in a house, somebody built that house. I mean, I mean, you think about it. You No, you did not do anything, anything by yourself. You got a bunch of people. Yes. And then people had trust 
that you could do this or that. So they gave you an opportunity. They gave you a job. They pay you for this, right? You had an idea to build a business. And so somebody trusted you and somebody, and then they, I don't know, the government had different incentives to allow you the opportunity to, you know, uh, take advantage of those and build uh, other. So there's no such thing as, uh, you know, I did it myself. And so when you see somebody out there that succeeds, you, I think for myself, I think if I, if especially, of course, if it's one of those people that, that we invested in, we did that unconditionally, just because, you know, out of love, just like you mentioned, because we wanted them to succeed. And that was not work. It was, it was just, uh, I guess it was our, our nature. I guess you, we could say it's, it's, a, it's a, is it was work in the piece that it was an act of love, right? And we poor ourselves and we spended our time to do that. But we thought that this is going to make a difference. It's going to help other people. And, and anytime we do that, we improve the quality of life of that person. And we also improve the quality of life of their family because those people are normally happier when they are happier. They're happy at home. Uh, their kids are happier, their spouses are happier, their spouses goes to work and makes other people, you know, make, make the environment more, you know, uh, better uh, for others to work. He goes uh, to work and he, he conditions the environment also. The kids are are better and, and able to deal with the, the, the world. And so that's that's what we do, what we do. And I tell you, it is not too much different than just coaching. I mean, you think about it when, you know, I'm invited to go into organizations and we got, we have different clients and they are doing, I was just thinking the other day about each one of them. And as I was, you know, my morning routine where I, you know, pray and meditate and uh, think about what is important for the day. And I was thinking about them and I was thinking to myself, man, they're all doing amazing. And I was so happy, you know, but I was not happy because of me, uh, you know, that, oh, hey, look at me. No, because ultimately I just, uh, I, I'm just a very tiny, I'm not even sure if I'm even, a, I can be called a tiny thing in the universe, right? But I was just happy because they are, they care so much about everything that they do. And now they have the ability and they're doing amazing things because their people are being transformed and, and seeing all this change as a product of not one person working, but as a product of everybody working, committing to each other, is is the is the beauty of seeing collective uh, understanding, leadership, humaneness. Uh, you know, let's go for this and being tough when we have to be tough, accountable when we have to be accountable because we have to keep ourselves accountable to succeed. All of those things produce success and is the product of work. And work is the venue to creation. And they have created success through doing what they know it needed to be done in the most effective way. That's leadership. Yeah. And, and, and what we're creating in a way, uh, sticking with the, the, the terminology that we're using on the podcast, is futures, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're creating several, and we, We've talked about this. We'll talk about this uh, some more in future episodes. But we we've, we're creating different and separate and possible possible futures that will make us all better. 
and that but but not mm-hmm. it, that's a great culture to have Luke. you know if you yeah. can develop that culture and, and i guess i guess we can argue whether it starts with the the leader or well it, it must start with the leader i guess but nonetheless once we develop that uh, purpose that culture life is good and that's what we want for everybody i think most of us yeah maybe there's some haters that don't but uh, most of us uh, i think we want that everybody cares about something and everybody cares about their family and everybody you know all of us have this thing in common and that is that we want the best yeah. right and i think we can have it yeah. we can have it we obviously have to do some trade-offs that's just normal because we all have to live together in this world it's just same thing uh back in 1973 this, this book written uh it's called limits to growth right and we talked about and this was the first time we used computer modeling more on that on another episode the story is long but anyways uh, the thing is that we have limits to the earth resources. And so we live all of us together in this world. And we have to understand that, yeah, that we, not everybody, not, not one person or two people can have everything at the cost and expense of everybody. But we do, can, so we're going to have to make trade-offs, but we do have this thing in common and said that we want the best. So we could have it yeah. all, you know, uh, enough. So all of us could have a great life in a great life for the generation that comes after. We also got to be working for them, for the next generation that comes after. And as a matter of fact, now that we're talking about Labor Day, that's one piece that we should probably uh, meditate on this day uh, and think towards uh, the future, right? As we as we kind of look at Labor Day, we, we're past the Labor Day, is that as we think about what we do, let us also think about how what we do will affect the generation to come. Yes. Yeah. And and in a way, not only what we do, but who we are. Yes. Yeah. Good conversation. Be great. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Chief. Be great. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and helped you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great.